Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. I drove over to the Sonic Drive-In, ordered a jalapeno burger, washed it down with... Hey everyone and welcome back to The Bubble. Uh, this is actually a month after our last one, just over, so round of applause. Yeah, we, uh, couldn't, we couldn't find anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we're introducing a new concept. It is pretty tough to find guests every month. Uh, that's not the only reason, but it's a pretty big reason as to why we're introducing this new concept uh, and indeed a new face or other voice to the podcast, which is Bradley. Hi, I've, I've met you before. Yes. So You usually see my, my mug. Exactly. So if you know the Craft Beer Channel, you will know Brad. Uh, we're going to be bringing him in for the episodes where we try something we've never tried before. Um, or you can't get anyone. Or you can't get anyone. One of the two. So basically episodes where we're going to try something outside of the bubble that we've never done before. It might be uh, bungee jumping. It might be, uh, I don't know, uh, shopping Hackney at Swingers Supreme. Clubs. Hackney Swingers Clubs. That's close, Brad. There's, I've told there's you. There's plenty of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but this week it is the, the hottest thing. That is, since, since craft beer, I yeah. suppose. Um, the, the greatest invasion since the Romans. I would say the hardest thing since the Hackney Swingers Club. <laughs> okay, so we have the theme set for uh, this episode, and that's Swingers Clubs. Uh, no, today we're going to be talking seltzer, or more specifically, hard seltzer. Yeah, um, so I had the privilege of going to America um, a couple of weeks ago, and this stuff is everywhere, like... Like every bar, big ads up everywhere. So we started doing a bit of research. Um, allegedly, in some states, it's out selling Bud Light, which is completely bonkers. Yeah, probably never happened before. Yeah. Um, so I suppose to start off, Johnny, do you want to run through what it is? Because I actually, for all the hard seltzers I drank when I was in America, uh, <laughs> all one of them, um, out of a, well, it was called called the trash can, but we'll get onto that later. Um, what is hard seltzer? Yeah, I feel like it probably gets less clear the more you drink. Yeah. Uh, so hard seltzer is a brewed beverage uh, served ready to drink uh, with flavouring. So it's not 
It, it comes in a can, basically, is what I'm saying. Ready to drink. It's not a mix of flavoured water and spirit. It is an actual brewed beverage. So they use raw cane sugar, ferment that out with their yeast, add flavourings, stick it in a can. So from a technical perspective, it's fairly tough to make. You have to get an incredibly clean fermentation. You have to get it down so there's no sugar left basically at all. We'll get into why that is in a bit. Um, so it is brewing, but not as we know it. It is brewing, as not as we know it. Because yeah. I just thought it was, they just stick some alcohol, chemical alcohol, yeah. some flavourings, some jazzy uh, pop-tastic labels on it and shebang there you go yeah no it is it is literally a brewed beverage not a distilled beverage so that's how it's separated uh, and in the uk that means it's going to be taxed as a beer not as a spirit uh, which will give it some pricing edge um but yeah again we'll get into that in a little bit so essentially it is like you're it's like brewed like a beer it's like a beer but it's not with malt sugar it's done with cane sugar and then the outcome is this well i suppose the tagline we can lead with that for a lot of them is is hard water spiked water yeah so it really doesn't taste like booze it tastes like you're drinking some sort of flavored water but only you get a bit pissed at the end yeah it's so weird so we were just trying it on the craft beer channel so that video is live already and it was it was like under diluted squash yeah. that would eventually get you pissed which to me is the worst but with to some people hundred calories. <laughs> with only 100 calories because we're all counting we're I'd all rather counting. have a Kit Kat for 100 calories I can tell you that right now <laughs> I think now. that's more than 100 calories well maybe Kit it's t- 199 calories in a two two, two finger one two no fingers. but nobody wants two fingers don't know sometimes two fingers okay. are enough <laughs> okay okay buddy um, so we've got some hard seltzers in front of the uh, in front of us so we're going to drink that while we regale you with uh, well with Rob's trash can experience uh, our experience on the craft beer channel drinking them and there may be some biz chat from my article on good beer hunting sound good sounds good Let's talk about beer, Johnny. Let's talk about AVB. Let's talk about Imperial Stouts and Imbibiouts of Wicked Weed. Let's talk about beer. Let's talk about beer. Let's talk about beer. Let's talk about beer. So, yeah, my introduction to Harcel was when I was in Columbus, Ohio. And it is in every single bar. There is posters everywhere. Oh, there we go. Um, there's posters everywhere for it. And we were sort of, we had heard about it. We knew it was doing the rounds. We knew some breweries were, were making it. So we were quite intrigued to, um, to try it. But the one that seemed to be, oh, the most common was uh, one called White Claw, which I believe is made by Mike's Killer Lemonade. Um, so for those of you who have watched Superbad, it features a lot on that. Um, so we went to a bar who then had a special cocktail offer on called I think the trash can which was a large um, jug with I don't know what spirits in it um, a, a guy at the bar described it as like a Long Island iced tea um, I saw so the you I, showed me the photo it yeah, blue. Yeah, it's blue that's no Long Island iced tea I've ever fucking seen yeah, but, so it was blue uh, loads of ice when then the can yeah. is just opened and put Full can upside down in it. Which is how they used to serve Vod Shark for me at uni. They just pour in the vodka and then just tip the can on top and give it to you. Please so, explain. What's a Vod Shark? Uh, it's vo- vodka Red Bull, but the cheap knockoff brand. So it wasn't oh, Red Bull, it was, okay. vod- it was Shark. 
uh, energy drink. So can call it a vodka. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as you drink the sort of boozy, the boozier bottom, the hard seltzer empties into it more and more, and I suppose dilutes it, but I couldn't finish it. It was a lot of booze. How, what litre? What size drink are we talking? It was Obviously probably. Not a trash can. I mean, there was a lot of ice in it, but I would say it looked like a jug. All yeah, it was a whole jug, and then it was a three thirty mil can. So you're probably talking about six to seven hundred mils of of booze. Um, it was a lot, and it, so it was on offer. It was two for one, so it was it was a twelve Jesus. it was twelve dollars. But we we because we were at happy hour, we got. We got them for six dollars. Um, so break, break down the flavour for me, if, if if you can tell the different flavours. Blue, they're, yeah, <laughs> it just looks like Powerade. They're just named after the colour. They it's not all over their label. There's blue flavour, there's yellow flavour. No, the white the white claws did like a lemon and lime, a cranberry, sort of citrus fruits things like that. But um, you didn't taste a, an awful lot of it in the in the trash can. Um, but then we, we did try some on their own as well to try and get an idea of, of what they are. And it really does just taste like sparkling water. So a big sort of marketing campaign in it is the calorie content. Hmm. It's only 100 calories, which is, again, pretty bonkers for sort of what it is. So it's got zero flavor and uh, zero alcohol flavor, certainly. And yeah, so let, let, let me read out. I know this is not the way podcasts should be done. I'm going to read out the nutrition facts on the back of this can, right? Total fat, zero. Saturated fat, zero. Trans fat, zero. Cholesterol, zero. Sodium, zero. Carbohydrate, zero. Dietary fiber, zero. Total sugar, zero. Protein, zero. Vitamin D, zero. Calcium, zero. Iron, zero. Potassium, zero. There's nothing in this fucking thing. Is that thing. Coke Zero you're reading Because <laughs> it sounds like it. There's just nothing in it. Wow. So, so this stuff was everywhere. Right? Yeah, yeah. Everywhere you went, there was right, White Claw or something else. Yeah. And did you see people drinking it everywhere? This summer, I'm going to be hosting talks at the Manchester, Bristol and London Craft Beer Festivals, giving festival goers the chance to attend tutored tastings, rare beer pours, meet the brewers and even guided tours of the bars. These three festivals are the highlights of my events calendar, featuring some of the world's best breweries with delicious restaurant pop-ups, great music, and a really welcoming party atmosphere. It's the third year I've been hosting the We Are Beer Tastings table, but for the first time, I'm delighted to offer all of our listeners, viewers, and Patreons £5 off a ticket when you use the code CBC5. Just hit the link in the description to buy. See you there. Um, no, but we sort of, it's more in like posters and bars and clubs and like it was part of the, people were making cocktails out of them and things like that and we were chatting to people at bars about it. Um, I wouldn't say we were frequenting many bars after the mm. um, trash can experience that <laughs> as we were on a, a lot more of a beer p- pilgrimage. So um, I guess it's quite a, it's an off trade thing. People no, I, are probably buying 12 packs of this and... I think it's probably on trade. I mean, what the appeal is... To me, and where it would sit in a market is like the Copperberg or the people that maybe aren't that into boozing, but like getting drunk. If you, I, I said it earlier, I think if you don't like beer, and you don't like wine, yeah. and you don't like spirits, but you like a mild squash, yeah. maybe this is for you. But who are these people? 
Have you met that person? I don't like a mild squash. I like a strong squash. Yeah. And I like to get... Yes. Drink beer, as we know. <laughs> so it's not for me. So, like, the sort of student population, or just people that don't really like alcohol but yeah. like to drink. And also, what's very relevant is this the low calorie content. So, yeah. people are obviously getting no guilt, more, right? Le- well, less guilt. You're still going to. So, yeah, it's 100 calories. It's gluten free. Yeah. It's vegan, obviously, because there's fuck all in it. Uh, it's zero. Well, this one, so this is wild basin, is zero sugar and, zero, and one gram of carb. Carb is not a bad thing. Please put carb in your diet. Carb is good for you. So why people want low carb, I don't know. The other three, sure. I'm, I'm a man that's recently lost a little bit of weight, so I can appreciate... Yes, but Brad, you know, before that, you used to eat only bread and burgers. <laughs> so yeah, I can see why yeah, a lower yeah, carb thing would be good for you, <laughs> but everyone needs about a third, 30% yeah. of what they eat should be carbohydrate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's a health thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's a way of getting drunk without having to worry about calories or sugar it's or guilt we're talking about guilt here surely yeah. right so we all we all have guilt around how we live our lives we've all woken up and oh, what did i do last night what ah the low you're carb doesn't gonna, help that i right? know you're still gonna get that but you're not gonna think like i smashed ten thousand calories no so at least you're, you're not you know if you're conscientious about that yeah you might have uh, got naked and jumped out of uh Window, yeah, or but you're gonna look good naked doing it, yeah, exactly. You look really yeah. svelte, it's, you know. It's, it's a drink for the Instagram generation, it is. It's that is true, which is weird because they haven't branded it remotely beautifully. No, like most of them look pretty that's, terrible. That's Oscar Blue, so they've got a little bit of marketing budget behind them. You were and a cool a, brand they could have nice tapped into, yeah. but, but all of them have gone for very sort of pastel colors. It's light, it's easy, it's gonna yeah. make the Portman group shit themselves. Yeah. That's it, it looks like pop. I think, yeah, it's, it's, scary, it's supposed it? to be super unchallenging. It's not designed to attract the geeky people or the trendy people. It's like, hey, you know me. I'm the locale way of getting drunk. Just buy a 12-pack of me. Yeah. It, t- um, it tastes like sparkling water. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if well, I saw that in a prep, I'd think that was in the mill deal. I might grab one. i go, oh, yeah, it's got See, now I'm starting to understand hard seltzer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got the agave in like it. And a Christmas turkey sandwich. Yeah, or if, if you're sort of day three of a stag do... <laughs> you really don't want to drink anymore, but you sort of feel like you have to. I mean, yeah. I'd be, I'd be getting on the white claw, a couple of trash cans. See, but I was I'm, then I'm back on top. Well, no, I'm going to say what I was going to say afterwards because we should try this. Yeah. So I've poured it out. This is Wild Basin Melon like, Basil flavour. And spiked water really. Should we describe how it looks? I can't. <laughs> I can, all I can see is you exactly through it. So it when, when Johnny was going through the list of zeros, um, zero color, yeah. uh, zero carbonation, zero <laughs> everything. It's just water. Stinky but it water. smells awful. Stinky water. <laughs> what flavor is that? Is that the grapefruit one? No, melon basil. <laughs> oh, it is a bit melony. Melon okay. basil. It's melony. Like, that is not like a, hey, just drink me, buy a 12-pack. Melon basil. Melon basil. Um, and it's I mean, is that pretty a, nasty, right? Is that a starter? Is that a, a main court? What, the melon and the basil together? I, I don't know what to tell you. It just says, wild basin, boozy, boozy sparkling water. It's really not nice. Melon it's quite, basil. It's quite sweet. I, I mean, I don't, I mean, guess melon's sweet, but basil's, I, I'm not getting much basil. I'm that. not getting too much basil. Or basil. Basil. For our American compadres. I'm getting some kind of licorice thing, Smells like Thai basil thing, but it's awful. nasty. It tastes nasty fake. Stuff. It tastes really fake. Yeah. 
I mean, has it got real lemon and basil? No, I don't think the Oscar Blues ones do. Nothing. Um, is, it, is it an adjunct? It's uh, clean, pristine and untamed. Uh, alcohol from cane sugar, natural flavourings, cane sugar, okay. citric acid and carbon dioxide. I, didn't, I decided not to read out the bit where it says water, because that's all it is. Um, that carbon dioxide, it really, it really does something, doesn't it? It's tasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's adding it's, to it. It's got the most flavour, the carbonic got, yeah, acid, yeah, yeah. like that yeah. tang, peppery yeah. tang you get from carbonic acid. Mm. Um, I would actually say the taste is better than the smell. Yeah, that oh. is true. Tasting less of that smell, that is how I describe the flavour, and it's better as a result. Um, it's, it sort of smells like a weird... I can imagine, like, a lady's hairspray sort of smelling like this or something. It's got a bit of or licorice like, all sorts to me, like very Granny's weird. house. It's odd. I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to drink it, Johnny. No, it's nasty stuff. But maybe that it's not made for us. Maybe it's not meant to be. But who... who I mean, sorry, I'm going to stop asking that question. I know who it's made for. It's made for, like, under 25-year-olds who... No, 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 that's not millennial. We're millennial, Brad. No, They're generation... I know we are why? millennials. I think yeah. it's the next one. You're easily millennial, Brad. Shut up. You're two years into it. Yeah, um, this is This is Gen Y. So this is younger than us. This is the Gen Y is they were brought up with the internet already a force. This is Gen Y not. <laughs> that's a good name for, an hour, for a hard seltzer, Gen Y not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's made for people who, yeah, they don't want to be challenged by the flavours and people stuff. Are, which is why I'm confused by this, because the flavour is, the aroma is big yeah. and rancid. But you're, you're only drinking it for one reason, really. When you're in the club and you don't enjoy the taste of but actual from, alcohol. You don't want to get from, but you want to remain to keep your lovely physique and get really drunk. From, for, so from what I've seen, I've seen two angles on it. One of it is it's all off trade. It's all people buying 12 packs and taking them home for like Thanksgiving or the barbecue. But these and it's like, people who are drinking beer. That's the bizarre thing. Aren't they like a show-off thing now, White Claw? Because uh, from my understanding, they're like hard to get hold of. No, no, they're incredibly easy to get hold of. I heard that there was a shortage, I think, dry. at some point. But <laughs> genuinely, but I think it's you selling so yeah. well. You can't sell 1.5 billion worth no, of product and it'd be hard to... a billionaire from... Well, he was already a multi-billionaire. Well, yeah. Like, it's a giant brand that's released this. White Claw isn't new. It's come out of a giant, like, AB InBev competitor. Yeah. Basically, if you're selling more than Bud Light in certain states, you're, 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 <laughs> you're doing, doing well. Okay. Yeah. You're doing all right. Doing well. But so this is, so my question is, so obviously breweries have gone, right, this is this big new trend. If we want to either make money from it or protect beer from it, we have to start producing it ourselves. So that's what Oscar Blues and Two Roads, who we'll get onto in a sec, have done here. It's a cynical act. But haven't they got it wrong? Because the idea of this is that there's as few barriers to sale as possible. It's cheap, it's healthy, and it doesn't taste of much. They've loaded it with... So far removed from the craft beer industry. Like, you're not drinking it because for enjoyment. You're drinking it because you want to get pissed and you don't want the guilt surrounding the... Well, apart from the alcohol, the bad bits of, of drinking lots of beer, um, the larger gut. So, so it's, it's 2020s uh, alcopop, essentially. Yeah, oh, completely, it? yeah. I, I see it replacing... It's the hooch, it's the smell of ice, it's the wicked. And then it went to recorder leg and all those yeah. sort of ciders that aren't really ciders because no fruit has ever seen them. Yep. And then now we've got this, which is a little bit healthier, even less taste... Um, and a bit more guilt-free. See, but you think it's going to be big in the UK? I don't know. I mean... This is me pouring it back in the can because yeah, yeah. I can't stomach it. 
Um, I, th I think it might have legs. I think it's it needs to really be not more nice. sugary because the, the sort of people it might appeal to would like sugar. I'm guessing. But it's not that sweet. That's what I'm no. saying. It needs to be more sugar. Oh, I see. No, but then it's got more cows. No, but fake sugar. Get get the bang get in the coke stevia zero stuff, stevia and all that jazz. Yeah. You know, why not go the full hog? But then it doesn't have the appeal of the, the, the locale. I, I think that is the big thing. That's the big appeal for it. So, like, gin bros are going to drink this. Sorry, what? Gin bros? Gin bros. Like, guys, like, bros that go to the gym. Oh, gym. Gym yeah. bros. I thought you meant bros who drink gin. And, and, like, you know, people that, like I said, they don't, they don't like beer. They don't like wine. I see it, like, working well in, in like, clubs at university yeah. cities, things like that. Before they know any better. Well, just when you're drinking for one reason, and it yeah. isn't for the sort of... But, okay, so that's what shots are for. It's a social Yeah, so that leads to the next question. We've, well, shots are high calorie, but we've, we've already got gin and slimline tonic in a can. We've all... Gin's quite a... It is quite a big flavour. And I, Are you know, saying that isn't? It's not much of a flavour, it's just not let's, a nice one. Let's try another one, maybe right. one that has less flavour. So, well, I'm not sure whether this has less flavour, but... So, H2 Rhodes, which is made by Two Rhodes... Uh, craft hard seltzer with 100% real fruit. So they're going for the craft thing, whereas I don't think... Um, okay. uh, well, I hope Oscar Brews weren't thinking Instantly, they had. I like it more because it's got real fruit in it. Interestingly, this is also grapefruit flavour, which is a very well-known beer flavour. Yeah. yeah. Okay, might work then, eh? Um, is yours empty, Brad? Yeah. Okay, so Brad, yeah, Brad's could, enjoying the hard it's, seltzer. It's so clear that you can't see if the glass is empty or not. It's amazing. <laughs> So this oh, one this has a, a bit of colour, which is nice. A bit of haze as well. Now, we're under very orange lights. I can't really tell the, the hue of that. It looks peachy. I, 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 I think that's it's like... orange. A traditional lemonade. St still doesn't smell great. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, like... Very insipid old grapefruit. I think it smells a little bit like... Um, uh, like lemon... Uh, bleach that you might use in the toilet. It kind of looks like if you got a really hazy beer, so if you got like a steady rolling man and then just topped it up with a pint of water. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly <laughs> the colour. Rob's found it. Um, it does taste like grapefruit though. You've yeah. got the tartness, the tannins. That's clearly made with real fruit. That isn't just grapefruit essence. Just not very much of it. It's just bittery. It has got a bit of bitterness to it. Like, to me, and we said this on the video, we said, you know what I'd have with that? Like, yeah. gin. <laughs> like, you want to put a spirit yeah, in it exactly. to give it some depth and so some flavour. One thing, when we were drinking the trash can in America, we were sort of talking like this and trying to understand where it would work. And spiked cocktails with that, so using that as a mixer, which would be absolutely lethal and not yeah. something we would endorse. But It's like turbo... Turbo pins, turbo yeah, shandies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Turbo shandy, all that kind of stuff. We're just like throwing it in the mix to, to spike it up. It's really still not very nice, is it? No. So White Claw was better? Yeah, actually, it was, right. it was more drinkable. Like, it didn't have a huge amount of flavour. Because, yeah, I mean, that's where it's got to go. I don't quite understand why craft breweries are doing it and trying to craft it. It's not a, it's not a beer that comes... Sorry, not an alcohol that comes from a craft artisanal perspective. Yeah, it's no the, dirt, cheap... Fun, silly. The craft beer industry has tried to push the boundaries, I suppose, of like squeezing more and more flavour into the drink, yeah. and this seems to be the exact opposite. Can I just read out these 
flavours. Yeah. They're in this one. Lemon, agave, hibiscus. Yeah, that one was the worst one, I think. It was quite bad. But, I mean, they're, they're kind of going for it with, with you know, you, you get those three words on a can. What's that? I don't know who that's... Who's that trying to appeal to? They're quite kind of uh, poncy. I, I, I honestly think, my, my theory... So, James Clay, bring this in. We've got to declare that, because obviously Rob works for Cave, which is a competitor. We have to declare that, because if it seems like we're slamming these because they're shit... It is because they're shit, not, not for any other ulterior motive. But so James Clay brought it in and done very well in getting it to lots of geeky no, beer accounts. I think it, it's got legs. I think it is a, is a product that will do well. I just, for my personal taste, I just, I don't really get it. But when we were drinking White Claws, I could definitely see the market for it. It's just so far removed from the craft beer market. But so if it's going into geeky, why, why are these geeky places like Bundabus now has it on draft? Are they buying it for the people who don't want to drink beer in their establishment? You were saying it's an Americana type thing, right? I, that's my theory, particularly in terms of I think there's going to be a lot of first sales and then people yeah. don't go back because they're like, hey, it's the cool thing from the States. Let's give it a go. They get it and they don't like it yeah. and maybe it doesn't sell. Where that could splinter, it could start with Americana, but it could actually sell really well because everyone that goes in with their partner who doesn't drink beer, mm. that might be what they drink. I or they'll have wine. Claw's a great name. It sounds great. I, w- I want a big lion on it or something, and it doesn't yeah. have that, though. It's just Isn't a it? bit I don't of a wave. Like. See, Brad, see, Brad's clearly obsessed with White Claw, right? <laughs> he really wants to try There's it. Loads of he loves the idea shit. of it. Well, I was, I was just in uh, Brooklyn about a week and a half ago, and uh, quite sensibly, probably, I didn't drink any of it. I was just drinking uh, Allagash White in all the dive bars That's I went to. a very to, sensible decision. Which was amazing and beautiful, and I do not regret a moment of it. And it was cheaper than drinking a White Claw as well. So happy how Allagash White was like four dollars. Did you see anyone drinking White Claw? No, but I, I was going to quite like. Uh, it's it's cool marketed bars, I think. so differently in America than than craft beer. Like as I said, I didn't see a lot of people drinking it because we were going to brew pubs and we were going to bottle shops and things like that, and it wasn't getting sold there. It was getting sold in student bars and places like that. Um, and that's where I see it working in the UK. I think it probably does have legs because of what it offers as a super low calorie, very easy drinking alcoholic beverage. I just can't see like top craft beer bars flogging it alongside. But that's, that, so why are people, why are top craft beer bars buying it now? I think they're just bandwagoning. They're jumping yeah. on it, right? But I think I kind of, when we were in Florida, Johnny, mm-hmm. we, we went to a brewery that we shall named, be named, not be named. Yeah, but they were they were making this stuff, and they were doing quite well at it. Do you remember those guys? Mm-hmm. Well, we can name them. Why can't we okay, name we them? We can name them. There's three daughters. Three daughters. Yeah. Who supply Disneyland? They They're the do, craft yeah. option at Disneyland. They supply Disneyland. Yes, they do. And um, but that know, sort of says it all to me. It like, does, it does. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, it'll work really well in Disneyland, yeah. and it will work in those type of places. The but, reason why you know craft beer bars are probably getting on it at the moment is because. It's getting imported by a craft beer importer, and there are very good breweries that are making it, which is, and I, they're doing it for commercial reasons, I'm sure, because it's a very similar process to making beer, but instead of using malted that, barley, you yeah. use cane sugar. That's the kind of point I'm getting at. People are buying it because it's being made by a cool company, and it's from America, and we follow what America does in terms of alcohol trends. But the truth of it is, the people making it, 
these guys probably don't care about it. They're not passionate about it. Nobody in America is going, oh, these fan flavors of melon and basil. But we're going to start doing that, yeah, yeah. and How, I don't want us to. Like, can I just, just let it be make what it a is. production point? Yes. How fast is it to make one of these compared to, well, we know a lager takes a long time I, to make. Yeah, I, I see no reason for it to be any faster than oh, a normal really? ferment. Really? But uh, in terms of like maturation and stuff like that, it's done, right? Straight away. Yeah, you won't need to mature it. Like, think of it, I think, like a New England IPA. It's, Two and a half, three weeks in, yeah, in tank, and then you package. These are all probably American dated, but do we know how long the shelf life is? It's got to be long, right? I mean, there's what well, nothing's going to nothing to go, go yeah. wrong. There's Best nothing, before there's, end June. It has no content in it. June so what's going to go off? June twenty. So I think that's they've put nine Six. months on it, or maybe it has been brewed in probably June and year, it's it taken a while to come yeah, over. Yeah. yeah, so it is a year. But I think probably most of Two Roads and Oscar Blues have put a year on their products anyway to get over here. I think these make a lot of sense in the summertime when it's boiling hot and you don't want to drink something too heavy. Or, or a lot of people don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's outside easy, of the beer bubble. It's marketed outside of the beer bubble, yeah. As a very sort of refreshing yeah. looking drink. And, it's, and it, I go back to the guilt. I think it's purely guilt. I think people, the only people that are going to drink this... Okay. Uh, they feel guilty about drinking anything that's so, actually good. So what's it got over Bud Light? Um, less, I think st- less flavor, unbelievably. Stigma, I think the stigma of Bud Light is that that we all know it's trash, right? Don't murder me, Bud Light guys in the world. I mean, there's lots of people who think Bud Light is the best beer in the world, and yeah. you know, fair play to them. But but we uh, we all know it's it is what it is, right? But yeah, but it, surely they'd look this, at that and know. But but how do they? Because this is new. This is like a totally new thing. This isn't beer. Well, because you look in the ingredients and it says natural flavorings. Which is basically a buzzword for not natural flavouring. It must be good for me. It's got cactus in it. It's going to help my skin. One thing I do like about the um, Oscar Blue ones is the sort of tall, thin Red Bull can style seems yeah. to suit it better than the, the uh, 330 normal or 355 normal can that um, Two Roots have gone for. It kind of fits that sort of slim look. It looks like a health drink. Health drink. Or a sports drink. Or an energy drink. Yeah, yeah. Isotonic drink, yeah. something like that. And that's, again, the bracket I see it sitting in. Um, do, do, so do you think that the hard seltzer is, is almost like the distillation down of everything we've learned in marketing and alcohol over the centuries we've been selling alcohol as a... Or millennia that we've been selling alcohol as, as, as a... Yeah. It's as a, a race. It, it, like, it could be like a pure marketing thing where they're like, hops are expensive. Malt's expensive. But I don't think How it do comes we... from that. It's not coming from the breweries. It's coming from... It, it's a focus group at AB InBev going, right, what's important? Vegan, gluten-free, low-cal, low-sugar. Well, it's not, what I mean, do people it's not like? No, as little flavour as yeah. possible in a can that is approachable on the shelf that's cheap and they can buy a 12-pack and that is going to somehow excite your, your senses, which is where these slightly more unusual flavours come from. So but all of, all of this exciting the senses business... The Maybe 
marketing is more powerful than how it tastes, to be honest. That's what I mean. 100% true. That's what it seltzer is. It doesn't matter is. how it tastes, right? Be it's beer like, is, is selling via yeah. flavour. Seltzer yeah. is selling via marketing. Yeah, 100%. That's and the difference. playing but, on people's But mass market beer is selling via marketing and yeah. not by flavour as well. And that, um, this is where I see this but fitting. The, it's just not... It, there's nothing craft about it, and it sits in a, a, diff, a completely different category. And I think it will sell on the on-trade as well as the off. But student bars, clubs, places like that, and not necessarily places that want to sell impstouts that have lactose and are 15%. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely not of the thought that that's where they're going to try and place it. I think some geek bars will because they want an alternative. Because it's on draft as well, right? So um, you, could, you can pour a pint of it in but I didn't, seven or eight seconds. In America, I didn't see it on draft anywhere no, but the, the, so these two are on draft okay. in the UK so because again I, th I think it's a package product because if you think of Recorder League or WKD or all those type of things that's always been a package brand and that's where I sort of it's the evolution of that I suppose yeah. it's a bit more healthy um, it's the generation why that we are not um, can I just make a point about the nutritional label it's the biggest nutritional label I've seen on a can ever. And I think that... <laughs> it's just considering it's just, it says nothing. It, it just says zero. <laughs> but, it, but that's kind of the selling point, right? So yeah. the, if you look at the size of the actual label on this uh, Wild Basin, compared to the size of the nutritional label, they're on a par. Like they're, uh, arguably bigger. Than it's arguably <laughs> bigger, right? Yeah. So that says so much. It's not about what it tastes like. It's not about the brand. It's about it's, it's, Are you calling me weird? Because when I look at a nutritional label, I want to see numbers. I don't want to see zeros. But I think, I think the young people today, Johnny, they want to see zeros. And then that as well. They're on, 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 they're the, on the zero uh, hours, man. On the, on the H2 routes. They've got the nutritional Fucking label. Massive, and, then and then they've got extra bits. Selling being points. Like one gram of sugar, two this grams is, of carbs. This is almost propaganda levels of like nonsense on the back of it. It's not nonsense. It's, and I'm again, sure it's fact Actually, checked. and again on the front. <laughs> yeah. We've got another yeah. layer of the same info. And it's sort of like kind of faux science-y looking. It, I feel like, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, this is good for me. That's why I hate two rows. It actually repeats it. <laughs> yeah. So at the bottom of the can, there's bubbles, and it just says in all the bubbles, many times, 100 calories, one gram of sugar, 100% real fruit, two grams of carbs, gluten-free, and just repeats yeah. that. So, I mean, they're, they're this, going This is not heavy. a spontaneous packaging. This is being focus group to hell. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I said, I said earlier, like, they've yeah. really phoned in the design. I didn't actually mean that in terms of, like, they've got their messaging bang on and they yeah. know what they're doing. Oh, they're, and they're I'm sure, it, yeah. I guess I'm sure it's going to be a success. I'm not trying to deny it's, it's going to be a success. What I'm denying is, A, it's, it's a bit like the Tories. How the fuck are they still popular? That's how I feel about Seltzer. I do not understand what it is. Well, I do understand. I see the appeal, but the appeal is bleak, you know? It's appealing to our worst instincts, which is to put nothing in our body but get drunk. Yeah. Like, we might as well be injecting ourselves with alcohol for the joy this get drunk is going to bring us. Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What does that say about our society, guys? I don't know. What does it say? We're in a... The, the, I, th I think I think it, it goes back to like, well, not the illusion of choice. The, the there being too much choice, like 
I think that's why it's simplicity. Even, they want yeah. a simple narrative. Even in the beer world, people are loving these drinks um, because Do we? they don't have to make a decision or think about it. And I think that's sad because that's where lager used to sit. Yeah. And I'd much rather these people were finding amazing craft lagers they don't need to think about. Do we feel like this is stealing away craft beer fans? Well, so I was chatting, for the article I did on Good Beer Hunting, I was chatting to... Uh, Daniel Wolfson, who's the head of food and drink at The Grocer, which is the off-trade like supermarket trade magazine, and he was saying, beer doesn't need to worry, wine needs to worry about hard seltzer. Because mm-hmm. uh, wine is traditionally the, the sector that always loses out to uh, ready-to-drink innovations. So like when gin, came, gin and tonic came out in Cannes, when wine started coming out in Cannes, like, it always eats into bottles of wine being sold. Are we, are we talking about um, not to generalise, but some like quite a lot of like women that are drinking uh, this. Well, definitely, yeah. I mean, the, the I don't want to. I don't. I don't know if that's. I'm not uh, trying to be it's, sexist. It's, I think anything. it's borne out by the statistics yeah. that most people buying wine in the off trade are female, right? And most people buying it in the off on in the on trade are female. Yeah. Um, which means that if it is going to take away from wine consumers, it probably will take a higher proportion yeah. of, of women. It's eating into. Um, so I mean, but I I really don't think they've marketed themselves to be that. That doesn't. These cans don't look remarkably female. They look remarkably... Bland. Very bland. Very well, pastel colours. But I, I sort of I alluded to it earlier on. But So for those of you that don't know who the Portman Group are, they are uh, sort of a body that like to um, basically complain, um, mainly about alcoholic labels and if they are appealing maybe too much to children or not clear enough and things like that. Or encouraging... Uh, irresponsible drinking. Yeah, and I think they are going to have a hard salsa field day um, with this because a it looks like a can of fizzy pop, um, and it is definitely marketed to for drinking for the wrong reasons. You're not drinking for the flavour. No, they do have some teeth as well, don't they? I mean, they can take oh, yeah, down yeah. brands. If you're looking for supermarket sales, yeah, they can yeah. they can go to Tesco and go. You shouldn't be buying that. And yeah. Tesco has signed up to it to go, well, we won't if you say we shouldn't. Powerful stuff. Yeah. And, you know, they've come down hard on a lot of craft breweries over the recent years with them being more design-focused and them feeling that those designs maybe appeal too much to children or whatever, but they're getting their claws into these guys who obviously have like, these craft beer breweries like Beavertown, for instance, have had a lot of problems with them over the years because they have this absolutely beautiful artwork that uh, Nick spends a long time designing and then they come in and go, aliens, kids like aliens, take it off your beer label. To, to be fair, Beavertown never had to change a label. Uh, Tiny Rebel yeah. have, uh, Brewdog have. I can't remember who else from the craft beer industry has. Suicider. They had to re- most recently. Ooh. Uh, I think that was probably the right decision. Suicider. Suicider. Wow. Um, Who brewed that? I, well, it was a cider brand. Uh, I can't remember oh. what they were called. I don't want to say the name in case it's wrong and someone else gets in trouble. Suicider's painless? Flavorless? <laughs> Suicider's flavorless. That's pretty strong. Um, yeah, it, so. Sorry. They are going to have a, a field day with this, I think. Um, for all sorts of reasons. Because the alcohol on it isn't as clear. Really well, and that's a big bugbear uh, for the Portman Group. They want that front and centre. Considering alcohol. how everything else on it is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's numbers galore, mainly zeros. Um, it looks like a frigging health food. Product. Yeah, yeah. Let's all be honest here. Which is also deeply around. irresponsible, in yeah. my opinion. 
This is not a health food product. No. However they want to spin it. It's not. It's nutritionally barren and has alcohol in it. Like. <laughs> barren, not balanced. No. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's safe to say we're probably not fans of the seltzer, but we think it probably will work. I think it will do very well. I'm going to open up a seltzer brand. I'm sold. Good luck going up against AB InBev. Um, Mine's going to be called Hard... Hard Brad's Hard Night. No, didn't we come up with an awesome seltzer brand? Yeah, but don't tell anyone. Shh, it, it's on the podcast. Never mind. Okay. What? Um, so <laughs> I, I, I think it will do well, but I think it's not going to have anywhere near the success it's had in the States uh, for two reasons. One, because in the UK we're a bit more fussy about provenance. And can gin and tonic. Two, because can gin and tonic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to wipe out any sales from anybody over about 30. Looking at the statistics that I've seen, I think that's the mm. case. So I, I would shove it in an M&S and a train station. Exactly that. Do you know that's what where I'm it needs to go. For? I'm waiting for Lidl and Aldi to come out of one of these. Hey, well, if you can get them for a quid a can, yeah. then we're talking. Yeah. Come around mine for a barbie. You can get, you can get a light gin and tonic from Aldi for 89p. And I bet it's got lower calories than that. Probably, Because yeah. Gordon's and Slimline is 75 calories, so it's lower calories than that. Yeah. So they've got, they've, got a, they've got it cut out for them here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tricky one. Hostile market. Well, maybe in a couple of years, we'll do the How Did Seltzer Kill Craft Beer episode, uh, and we will have the, the smiles from, rubbed from, off our faces. the Seltzer channel. From the Craft Seltzer yeah. channel. We're in a bar with 16 <laughs> lines and nothing but seltzer. <laughs> so this has been uh, The Seltzer, a podcast getting you outside of the beer bubble. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we will probably have some kind of Christmassy episode, but also possibly not. But until then... Look out for Seltzer. Let us know your thoughts. Hit us up at Beer Channel or on youtube.com slash Craft Beer Channel. Or what's the other one? Instagram uh, at Craft Beer Channel. And we will speak to you there and see you for a proper crimbo. Proper crimbo. I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. Drinking it for years. Drinking it for years. Drinking it for years. You know, they recently decided to add more hops to this. To it. You know, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. To it. Hops to it. Shake out, shake out, yeah, shake out, yeah, shake out, yeah, shake out,